welcome to Lit with Cure. I'm your host, Kira, and I want to tell you about myself. I got a degree, a master's degree at that, in mental health counseling. I thought I wanted to be a licensed therapist, got the degree, and realized, eh, mm, maybe this is not exactly what I want to do. So, it pushed me to bet on myself, step out on faith, and here I am creating a life coaching business. And now, I decided I'm going to do a podcast. Side note, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm doing it. So, I hope you guys are ready to sit back, relax, laugh, cry, and get lit with Kira. So, it is 6.47 in the morning on a Saturday. Don't ask me why I'm up, but I'm about to go back to sleep because I'm tired. (sighs) So, I struggled with if I was going to sit on this for a little bit or share it. And part of my healing journey has been journaling and I'm realizing that I'm probably going to have to get some journals but some prompts because I like these last two weeks I've been I haven't been journaling but I've been recording podcast episodes that y'all probably won't hear um, cause I, I realized that I was rambling, but that was my form of journaling and getting it out. But obviously we heard this episode. Okay. So one of these days I will, I guess, talk about like my background and my childhood and to kind of show you how I got here. I really don't feel like going into all of that because, one, I'm tired. But I felt like I had to get this out. So uh, I'll probably do that another another time. But anywho, so I've been, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder um, and depression, like, a long time ago, but I just never, like, whatever, like, I know I'm anxious, and, you know, sometimes I get depressed, but I kind of just, like, whatever, like, okay, I have some anxiety, I'm depressed, so does a lot of people, I never really paid it any mind, but now, as I'm, like, really trying to work through therapy, I'm realizing that I can't just brush it off to the side. I need to figure out what's going on because brushing it to the side obviously hasn't helped. Um, I'm not sure of all of my triggers. And I think that is very important because if I'm aware of my triggers, then I will will know like, okay, this is a trigger. I'm going to have to use some type of coping skill so I don't, you know, take it there. So, I'm realizing that 
But one, depression looks different in black people, but especially in black women. Um, so I feel like a lot of times we are getting misdiagnosed um, or we're not even, our symptoms don't look like typical textbook version of depression. So clinicians aren't even addressing that. And then also we have that strong black woman thinking stigma or whatever you want to call it attached to us. So we're just as black women, we're just expected to be strong all the time. Like, damn, like we can't have a bad day. We can't feel sad or angry without feeling bad about it. Um, Women in general are nurturers. We're always taking care of everyone else. Um, And then I just also feel like we have a stigma of just being rude and angry, like the angry black person. So, yeah, it's it's just a lot that goes that we have negative thoughts attached to us. So, yes, we don't have the, the normal textbook symptoms of depression sometimes it shows up as being irritable um not being able like to focus and losing sleep and it's not the typical uh, typical symptoms of you know loss of appetite not wanting to do the things that you like um and then I'm also realizing that there's high functioning depression that I have um so I had therapy yesterday and I agree with everything that she was saying and I realized that it's okay y'all not to always agree with your therapist or your coach. Like that's not what we're here for and to be honest with you, you know yourself better than anyone. So and you're just you're talking to a stranger and you're only giving them bits and pieces of what's going on. So Yes, they have to go off of what you're saying. And then sometimes it's a lot of what we're not saying that therapists were trained to, you know, dig a little deeper. But you don't always have to agree. And after the session, I was kind of pissed off like, no, like that's not what it is. And no. So, and I, and half of it is me not being able to articulate how I was feeling in the session to get her to understand where I was coming from. Um, Or not even to get her to understand, just for me to be able to express what I was trying to say. Because after the session, I called my friend who's a therapist and I was, you know, replaying back what's going on. I'm like, oh, you know what? I didn't say this because I didn't know how to say it. Um, But that's a whole nother topic. And I say this to say that it's okay not to to not have the words to explain how you're feeling. And it doesn't take away from how you're feeling just because you can't explain it. And I feel like sometimes people will make you feel bad about that. Like, well, you can't even explain what's going on with you. So there must not be anything going on. 
No, there's something going on. I just am not able to put it in words, but this is how I feel. Um, so, yes. So, I went to a psychiatrist, I guess going on two months ago. And sis kind of pissed me off because she was late. And then within that 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes that we had left, she came to the conclusion that I have anxiety and I'm depressed. And she gave me antidepressants. And I'm like, well, damn, bitch, like, you didn't even listen to me. Like, we had 30 minutes. This is how what you came up with in 30 minutes. Like, no. And I'm like, I was offended. I'm not going to hold you. I was very offended. Like, how can you in 30 minutes just boom, here you go, medicine, and this is what's wrong with you? So I was already annoyed that she was late. And I fought the whole, I'm not taking medicine. Fuck this. I'm I'm not taking medicine. I'm not crazy. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just a little depressed. Like, I don't care what she says. So for a whole month, those antidepressants stayed at Walmart. I'm like, I'm not picking them up because there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not taking the medicine. <sighs> and I have a lot going on right now, like a lot going on. So I feel like, yes, it, the depression came back and I'm trying to figure out and trying to fight through it to get better. Um, and I'm realizing that one, I'm not my diagnosis and two, that depression is going to, it's going to come and go. It's going to come and go and like how it's been coming and going, but this time is really hitting me. And that I've been through so much that I can get through this little slump that I'm, I, or funk, or whatever you want to call it, episode, whatever, that I'm going through. Um, this is not the end all be all. I'm not always going to feel like this. And my situation is not always going to be like this. But I'm realizing, well, I realize that maybe I might need to take the medicine because on top of the depression is the anxiety piece. Like my mind is always racing. It feels cloudy. I don't know what a clear mind feels like because I struggle with the anxiety piece of just trying to stay in the moment and stay present. I'm always thinking 10 steps ahead. And part of it is that's the way that I protect myself. Growing up the way that I did, um, not really having a sense of of a safe, like feeling safe. Um, always moving around, going from hotel to this hotel, getting evicted. Like, I never felt safe. So I've always had to plan. Unfortunately, I had to grow up sooner than what I wanted to. I don't feel like I was able to really be a kid. Um, cause I've always had to be like, all right, well, we're probably going to get evicted. So what's next? And this is as I'm like in a teenage, like teenage years, because at that point I could get me a little part-time job. But as a kid, I just knew that we weren't going to stay there, but there was really nothing that I could do because I was a kid. 
Um, but now that I'm looking back, it's always made me be 10 steps ahead. Um, and I was watching something and it was, they were saying that black people, like we kind of like, we're like proud to wear this shield of like trauma. Like, yeah, well, I've been through this. Like, no. And that's what I used to be like. I'm resilient and I am. I'm resilient. Like the things that I've been through, I'm so, I'm, I, I'm blessed that I, I have overcome it because to be honest with you, I should have been a team mom somewhere living in the projects on welfare. Um, and yeah, that's just technically what, if, if we're being honest, like the statistics and where I came from. Yeah. But I'm glad I, 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 I'm grateful and I'm blessed that that is not my story. Um, and people that that is their story, they can still overcome it. I'm just, I'm saying like for me, my mom was a team mom. She was on welfare. So in reality, statistics shows that I should have been a team mom. But anywho, and some of the things that I've been through, I wouldn't take, I would not take it back because it would not make me the person that I am. But damn, like, I wish I could have just been able to calm down, relax, and chill. But that's not that's not my story. And that is okay. But I'm realizing that... I don't know where I read this at either. Um, I know if that For You page on TikTok could be working. Because I've been coming across a lot of like mental health pages um and therapists but it was saying that you're not responsible for what happened to you you're not responsible for your trauma but you're responsible for your healing so it's unfortunate my childhood and the trauma that I went through and I'm not responsible for that that's not my fault there's nothing that I could have done to change it but I am responsible for healing. It is my job to make sure that I'm living a healthy version of myself. Um, so that is my responsibility. That is the only thing that I, I have control over. So, again, mind always racing. Sometimes I'll have these, like, irrational thoughts and they just take over and I kind of obsess on them. And it's like, girl, like, you are focusing on something that could or could not happen. It's in the future. You don't, you don't, you don't know what could happen. And quite honestly, you can't control it. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I'm always fixated on, okay, well, I have to be in control. Um, let me obsess about this because I can plan okay, well, if this happens, I I have a plan so I can get through it. But in reality, that's not how life works. And I'm so focused on the future, on something that may not even happen, that I'm not living in the moment. I'm not present with my feelings. And that is a lot of reasons why I don't, 
I struggle with sitting in my feelings. Um, I struggle with identifying them because I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, I have other shit that I have to do. And there we go. The strong black woman. Um, not identifying my emotions and my feelings, which leads to depression. It leads to anxiety. So this is how it goes back to the diagnosis that I have. And my therapist was like, it seems like you're struggling with your your diagnosis of depression. And I said, I am. But I think in reality, I am struggling that my diagnosis has led me to taking medicine. Because I feel crazy. Like, this is stigma, especially in the black community, that when you take medicine, you're crazy. There's something wrong with you. And I'm still struggling with the concept that now I have to take antidepressants because, you know, people, medicine, one, affects people differently. And, yes, some antidepressants may make you feel numb. It may make you feel not yourself. So just because it happens to one person doesn't mean that it's going to happen to the next person, for one. Um, And second, everyone's situation is different. And again, everyone has different issues. And I just, I'm learning that there's nothing wrong with me. I have some anxiety and I do have depression and I need something else to help me. I need medicine. And I'm not crazy. And it's okay. It is okay that I have to take the antidepressants. It's all right. Um, right. I've only been on it for about going in three weeks. And I will say that I don't... I can go to sleep. I'm not sitting here thinking about, like, what the hell I have to do three days from now. So I've been able to fall asleep. Um, I'm also taking all of my vitamins, too. Like, I have the vitamin D. I have my vitamin C, my multivitamin. Um, So I've been taking vitamins as well, and I've been trying to exercise. So, like... I've been doing other things besides the medicine because medicine is not going to help me all the way. I still have to do the work, but I'm not having these. The anxiety is not as intense. Um, And then if I have an irrational thought, I kind of can work through it and say, like, is this one? Is this happening Two, do I can I control it? Like, is it something that's in my control? And three, like, is this crazy? Like, is this a crazy thought or not? Like, that's how I have to process these thoughts. Like, all right, is this just coming up because the anxiety is talking and you're just nervous about what could happen? Is this even real? And can I control it? Because if I can't control it, I'm not about to sit here and stress about it. Like, I, I'm not doing that. And that's where the 
I don't know. I don't know if it's OCD, just the compulsive thought of thinking about it, or is that anxiety? I don't know. Um, but just okay, like just focusing on this one thought and letting it affect the rest of my day. Um, I feel like I'm not as irritable. People like, especially at work, these people piss me off. Oof. They piss me off at work sometimes, but then I'm just like, you know what? Like, you're not mad at me. You're mad at the situation. So this is the information and there's nothing else I can do, but give you the information. And I'm not going to let, you know, your irritability ruin my day. Like, I no, I'm in a good mood. I tell myself every day I'm going to have a good mood because I really a good mood and a good day because I believe it. I'm going to have a good day. I'm not going to let anyone shift my energy. So I do feel like the medicine is working. Um, and I kind of wish that, unfortunately, I would have taken the medicine a lot sooner because I feel like it could have helped me in, like, just ease my mind. But you know, your healing journey comes when it comes. And I guess at that time that I, I needed this right now, I needed the medicine right now. So everything happens for a reason. I'm a big believer of that. And yeah, so I don't feel I'm still still trying to grasp the fact that I have to take the medicine and it's more for the anxiety um, than the depression, because I feel like just because what's going on right now, I'm depressed. I have a lot of stuff going like, even though I've been here a year, this is not my home. I really don't go out. Um, and then the anxiety or the fear, the fear of me driving outside of where I'm at to get to like different places in the city is holding me back um to actually I don't want to be one of those people who oh I lived in Atlanta for 15 years but never really lived in Atlanta because I never went out so that's the next thing I'm going to try to tackle is just the fear of driving um there's an event a podcaster cast event coming up in April with um it's here in Atlanta with uh Charlemagne and Jess Hilarious and it's my I'm gonna make it my business to buy my ticket before the end of this weekend and I'm gonna drive I'm not gonna catch the train I'm going to drive um and then I also want to move so I need to start driving and looking at different parts of different cities if I want to because I'm like on the north end of Atlanta um maybe I need to go towards the south like near the airport or like I I don't know so I'm gonna I gotta conquer that fear but I just I feel relaxed um and I'm okay I'm 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 still I'm still trying to get used to the fact that I have to take the medicine but the depression part again that's what yeah sorry I ramble 
I am in a new city. I have my cup. My aunts are here and my cousins are here. So it's not like I'm here by myself, but my friends aren't here. Um, I'm still trying to figure out this whole licensure process. Um, and that's just, that's just, they make it so hard to become a licensed therapist. And all these people who need help and y'all making us jump through hoops to become fully licensed. But that's a whole nother topic another episode um so my career um then getting my businesses up and running so they can be successful my relationship I don't know what we're doing so that's has a lot to do with just it just has I just I'm going through a lot life is freaking lifing right now and I have to figure out how to overcome what's going on right now and again this is not forever it's situational and I don't have to sit in this like I know that I can get over this hump so I guess that's that's even a battle in itself like knowing that this is not my situation and I know that I can get over this um it's just trying to figure out the tools to overcome it so i'm still working figuring it out um but yeah i'm just i'm not my diagnosis that's just what it is and it's okay to take medicine um and if it's helping me that's all i can ask for but I also realized I have to do the work too. Like I have to work therapy. I have to, you know, figure out my triggers. I have to um sorry y'all, it's thundering and I think we're about to have a storm. This is off topic, but y'all, this down south weather it like I don't I don't really I don't I'm not really feeling the thunderstorms and the tornado watches and shit that y'all be having. I mean I guess it's better than a blizzard. Um but I actually I do hope it's raining so I can go back to sleep. I'm tired. Anywho, that's just what I came to tell y'all that your girl is life's life fitting and if you are taking medicine or if you're like thinking about taking medicine just know that your feelings are valid and if you don't want to take the medicine that is okay too I don't want you to feel like you have to take medicine um don't feel bad if you have to take it because people will have their own opinions about medication and they have every right to feel the way that they want but you know your body you know what you're capable of. And if you need extra help, that is okay. And that is what I'm learning, that it is okay to have this extra help. And also do the work on my own because, again, once I get come overcome this little hump that I'm in, who's to say in a couple months something else might happen and I'm, I'm back feeling a little depressed. 
So I got to figure out these coping mechanisms to get through my situations. Um, And I feel better saying it out loud. And I'm still, I still, like I said, I still have to really work through the, the feelings. But I'm accepting that I have to take the medicine. So that's a step. In the right direction. Um, But yeah. So. If you didn't take anything away from. What I said today. I want you to know that. Your feelings are valid. You are heard. You deserve peace. You deserve happiness. You deserve a. Great. Rested life. Like. Us, I'm speak, especially I'm speaking to the black woman. We don't always have to be so strong. Um, I hate that we have that attached to us because I have bad days just like everybody else. And I have every right to feel those feelings. I have every right to not want to do anything. And if that means I don't want to do anything for a couple of days, so fucking be it. But I need, I wish that people will would not look at us like that like we are not nobody wants to be labeled as a strong black woman that invalidates our experiences and our feelings and it takes away the fact that we're human beings and we have bad days and don't nobody want to sit around and take care of people all day like no no i want to have a bad day i may want to have three bad days So be it. But that doesn't mean that I'm any less than a person or I'm weak because I'm just having a bad freaking day. So, y'all, take it easy on yourselves. Relax. And if you need to go talk to someone, please talk to someone. Rather, it be a friend, a life coach, a therapist. Let's heal. Let's not keep on walking around with this trauma because like I said earlier you're not responsible for your trauma but you are responsible for your healing so I'm going back to sleep and I really just hope that you take something away from this and yeah so I will see you guys when I see you that's a wrap i hope y'all enjoyed another episode of lit with kira as always sending you peace sending you positive vibes sending you positivity and remember practice self-care put yourself first set those boundaries and don't you ever forget how dope you are until next time